0: 4.0. No, it's the Steve McGrew. What do you call your podcast? It's Remasculated. It's re- Remasculated with Steve McGrew featuring JB Jr. and your host, Dave Mancarelli. Wait a minute. Wait a <laughs> no, yeah. no, minute. No, I'm me. hijacking it.
1: Oh, you're hijacking, I'm the hijacking the show? it. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to host the show
0: this I, time. I feel like people listen to your Remasculated with Steve McGrew uh-huh. and they hear you talk to and, and highlight and feature other comics. Right. And I feel like people want to know the Steve McGrew story. Wow! But how are we going to work you guys in your story in? Nobody cares about yeah, my story. We, yeah,
2: my, our stories aren't that great. JB has a
0: good story. JB has a good story. When know. you, when you, if you're looking at the photo attached to this podcast and you see that uh, thing on his face, uh-huh. I mean, that's a story in and of itself.
2: Yeah, that's well, true. Been, I've been accused of being a water buffalo before. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a cool picture.
1: JB's, J- J- you'll see it if you look at the, the uh, picture on the podcast, has one of the the largest uh, handlebar mustaches ever? I, would anyone, you say ever? I would say ever. Ever. I mean, walk down the street. I done with any the, research. Yes. I'm like, can I take my picture with your face? Yeah. <laughs> I want to take my picture with your
0: face. It takes you 20 minutes to get two blocks in yeah. Las Vegas with yeah, this guy.
2: Yeah, right. Okay, so this happened, like, you know... Uh, my flat told me yesterday, hey, I'm over here, so I punch it up on the uh, Google to see where I'm going and everything, and it says walking, is going to take me like 10 minutes, and I go, well, it's going to be like 20 by the time I get there for all the pictures on the way. 20 with pictures, <laughs> yes,
0: because we were here once to, uh, I bought a motorcycle, and J.B. and I came down here to pick it up, because I am way too much, can I curse on your podcast? Yeah. I'm way too much of a pussy to ride my motorcycle seven hours, so J.B. and I came down <laughs> and put it in the back of his pickup truck, and uh, we walked down here, I don't know, and we got stopped every two feet for a picture, yeah. and I thought we should just take. He used to wear a big cowboy hat. And uh-huh. I thought We just take that hat off. We write a little sign that says "Pictures five dollars," and we could retire down here. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. I mean, people yeah, would right. pay. Well, people would he, easily pay. Here's what I had my idea today for this him. This was great. I heard. Did, this. did he tell you yep. that? That he needs a shirt printed up. and wears it no matter where he goes. Perfect. That says you know, Johnny Reno, my Instagram name, yep. my, website. my website, and wear it constantly because every time somebody takes a picture,
0: it's free promo. We're when we're in Reno and we're standing outside the laugh factory in Reno at the podium there, it, it is it's almost impossible on a Friday or Saturday night to have a conversation with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because somebody's people, always coming
0: up. Do you mind? Do you mind? Some people are nice. Some people not so nice. Some people just come up. It's a lot of drunk women that like to yeah, just yeah. roll up and not even ask. Yeah. Just yeah, get yeah, on you yeah, and yeah. take a picture. So. Well,
2: it, it, My it's,
0: fate. What's the, what's the question you get asked most often about that
2: mustache? If it's real. It, can you? Is it? No, I, I, I blew I I, this bitch yeah, on are there every, every morning. doing that or, or walking around? I, uh, I have been accused of extensions. The ladies said, No, those are extensions. I'm like, seriously, I'm it's like, so no weave. dude is no. going to do extensions. might do extensions in his head, but not on his face. You got a like, weave on your, your lip. lip. Exactly. Yeah, you have yeah. a weave on your lip, and you know it, young man. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Who puts funny. on a fake mustache? Anyhow. Right. So I, I'm always reluctant to, to, to do podcast a, as the host of the show that we're you and I are, are working at the Laugh Factory right at you know, Tropicana, uh-huh. uh, this week here in Las Vegas the best club in Las Vegas uh, and and I'm always reluctant as like the host or the feature to to like be on somebody's podcast because nobody cares nobody knows me but but people know you you have a, a long career true you, but you I, are you know I have I have a long and. Uh, 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 sword career see, sure yeah it, uh, I would say I would say there are se- several uh, adjectives apply to the career of Steve Mudflat McGrew uh, illustrious but see the one good
1: <laughs> like you said yes one good thing about my podcast that I've done for uh, other people mm-hmm. like you know I had JB on yes. like a year or two ago yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh, people like to just meet random people sometimes and real they really, people real people uh, one time, year. This was years ago. I I tried to uh, submit an idea for a show when uh, uh, Nashville Network was mm-hmm. still around, mm-hmm. and it was just a show where I would just interview uh, random people. I mean, there'd be one guest celebrity. You sure. always have to have a guest celebrity. Of course. But if I did have somebody on, like say Hank Jr. And you say, "I heard you like to fish," so it would just be like a kiddie pool with some trout in it. And you would just sit there with a, fishing, with, with, with a fishing pole, and you'd do the interview, and if you caught something, you did, and you you know, yeah, funny. That kind of... But I, I wanted to have, as my guest, I said, like, I'd like to have, like, the oldest elevator operator in Nashville. Yeah, think of the stories, right? The stories oh, you yeah. would I mean, just random people. Hey, you know, I've been a meatpacker down at the Piggly Wiggly for, you know, 45 years. Come on the show. And, People and want to know what is a, a meatpacker? What do you what do you how do you how do you cut a t
0: bone? What's in it? And they're waiting to tell their stories too. Nobody's yes.
2: ever asked them. It's yeah. like you okay. Yeah, let's. I it think
0: everybody's probably got an interesting story. Everybody's got a, a, a book. And I mean, if you wrote the book of your life story, I think everybody's got. Nobody's lived a, a boring life.
1: Okay, like, let me literally. ask you about a book. Now that okay, you brought sure, that, right. it's
0: funny you brought that up because
1: several times over the past oh probably four years I have uh, attempted to start a book oh I mean because uh, I'll, I'll, I'll write a chapter about something and I'll think well that's not the best way to start it I'll just save this and I've got I've got four or five different stories that I've done but I how
0: would you... What's your process? Are you writing... Are you typing it into I, a computer? On a computer. Yeah. Either
1: that or when I'm bored on a plane, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll type, type it, it on my phone. phone. I've t-
0: I wrote a whole chapter on so my phone. For you, yeah. who is a stand-up comedian, radio DJ, uh, all that stuff, a talker, I would I would get... I always think if I'm going to do it, I'm going to get uh, download a simple software program uh-huh. that converts speech to text, uh-huh. and I'm just going to start talking. And let it convert to text, and then I would go back through at the end and edit the text into a readable book. Because yeah. if you just started talking, and yeah, telling and stories, I somebody. I mean, that I mean, you easily got a book in you yeah, with but your history. How
1: do you how do you how do you start a book?
0: You know, you Don't always born, hear that, what do I was it born was a, a poor black
1: child. You're right, you're right. <laughs> you know, It was the best of times, <laughs> it, was it was the worst of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was what, a
0: dark well, like, and stormy like, night. How you know? Know? What,
2: do you, what how, how are you wanting your book to come out? What are your books... I mean, because to me, I, here's how I look, and, and this is a lot of over the weekend, because... Uh, Carl above here yeah and and you guys have known each other since day one in your comedy, in comedy career that's day like, one yeah. that's fascinating to me I think that's so cool and you guys are still like the best of friends and it is so cool watching you guys interact and just but when we were in the green room the other night we all started talking about all the old stories and everything that's what I like I like hearing these things because you guys know like you you're yeah good friends with Sam Kinison right you know and those are the stories I think a lot of people like to know. Because 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 uh, it's not around. I mean, oh, for sure. You know, because I mean, you got to hang with him in the day and stuff, yeah. and, and it's like we all just have to watch him on TV. And we didn't. You I, know, I I like that kind of stuff. And like I,
1: I, I like I was there at a couple of the
0: iconic you
2: moments right, right, of right, Sam's right. career. And the iconic and, and before any,
0: you were there before Sam was iconic. Right. I mean, that's. A, but I I think your story and most people's story, I, I imagine, there's your story doesn't start with the first time you flip the switch on a microphone in a radio station or the first time you plugged in your guitar and and, and played with your band or the first time you walked on a stage. I'm always interested in, for comics especially, what the hell made you think, oh, this is something I want to do or I can do, you know? So whatever your upbringing was that led you to, why the, why that, would you... Why, Why would you F think would you could you do step that? on stage, just you and a microphone, and stand in front of a room full of strangers and go, what I think is funny, I think you'll think is funny. Because I'm
1: messed up in the head. Because <laughs> we're
0: all messed up in the head. You know, I, now that you say that,
1: I, I really don't know. I remember as a kid, my mom says I was destined to do this. That's okay. like my mom said, because I was always in trouble in school. Like, if I got up to sharpen my pencil... I made the class laugh. Sure I made, made the class laugh. You, you know, I made a, a comment, or a funny walk, up to the thing, or I'm, you know, I've got a, like, a dance down, and I'm sharp. Kids don't understand. We're talking about
0: it all. You know, <laughs> Kids used to have to sharpen your <laughs> pencil.
1: You <laughs> <When laughs> used to have
0: to write on paper with graphite. But, it was uh, It was an But you had to go over
2: to the pencil sharpener yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Oh, but that's, yeah, but sure. that's when, if you were a chewer, though, you'd be sharpening your pencil, and then that's you'd spit, spit in spit, the trash.
1: That's when
0: you take your dip out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I used to love to take the cartridge that case off the sharpener. And just sniff sm- it. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Pencil shavings, of course. The pencil uh, yes. shavings was like almost like a firewood. It was because yep. it was yep. kind of burned by the. If
0: they invented like a air freshener candle, pencil shavings, uh, that that oh, thing would set. That, that that's, would that's, be. Okay, I mean, that's my idea. Copyright Dave Mancarelli. <laughs> put, put, put the, the date on it right now. Timestamp. I've done
1: that on here several times. Like my that's wife funny. would go, "Why would you put that out there?" Now somebody's going to steal your. I go, not at not at five fifty two on a.
0: <laughs> but I mean, certainly with you. Especially interesting, the, the the going on forty years, yeah, uh, career that you've had. Not just that, and, and all the people that that uh, you've encountered that are big name, famous names that you encountered. But what what? When was the first time that you that you thought I'm going to try stand up comedy? When do you remember how that came about? It, what was it,
1: the, did you do? the radio DJ thing first? No, no. Okay, it was I was the cartoonist for the Houston newspaper. Okay. Um, and I was doing, I was doing that job and I was friends with, uh, Bill Hines. Okay. Uh, Bill listen to this. Bill is a, uh, he's the cartoonist that did, uh, Tank McNamara. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the sports cartoon. Wow. And Bill and I, Bill was the cartoonist for the newspaper. Well,
0: when I was- Kids, a- that's a thing that folks used to read that was printed yeah, on Yeah, a the newspaper. Paper. <laughs> and I got- to-
1: got to be friends with Bill and I would go down to the paper and watch him work. I was kind of like ghosting. And then... Uh, how, how old? Teenager? I was high school teenager. Okay, okay. Teenager. And uh, and then Bill allowed mm. me to, to kind of work with him on a couple of things. You know, like I went over to his apartment and saw how wow. he would, would draw, like, you know, the tank strip and, and got to ink a few of the... Wow. You know. So I was learning the process. Well, Bill got so good at cartooning he left the he sure. left the paper Bigger. so he was doing he was doing I think Take McNamara and uh, he was also doing another one what's that uh, he was illustrating the what's not not the wax museum but what's the other the, the Believe it or not, Ripley's Believe It or Not. For a while, cool. that he was doing that. So he was left the paper, and uh, I kind of got the recommendation. like boy. He would be a good replacement for me, because he already knows what he's been hanging around. This kid knows what he's doing. And so... That was the cartoony part, and so it was an original cartoon of yours, and you were you were writing. No, I was the staff, it? the staff okay. artist. Okay, you know where they come to you and they go, we need a cartoon That's, of... that does this, of, Yeah, an illustration gotcha. to go with this art. Gotcha. Oh, okay, cool. And um, so, Bill was hanging out with uh, a girl that was hanging around the comedy club. That got me hanging around the comedy club. I was started going through a divorce and I thought, I need the laughs. But then I thought, you mean I could get on stage and make fun of her? This is like <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream come true. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I and could get paid to make fun, fun of my ex wife. So it became like my therapy. And it was like, you know, I didn't want to do it full time. I just, this is fun. And I was already a new humor all my life. And this was, this was late 70s?
0: Yes, yeah, 70, okay. 79. And, uh, so, so think, things were about to change in the world of stand-up comedy. You you came at the end of the the, uh, the guys in suits and being very nightclub act ish, right? Right. Uh, when all those when Carlin was still, you know, Carlin was just moving in his thing in prior But you came at the end of the. The sort of the uh, the Jack Benny. Jack Benny was earlier, but uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. And these guys standing in suits in mm-hmm. nightclubs. Rodney Dangerfield and you. you yeah, you prior Pryor sort of had you his bust the from the beginning of that wave when things were just about to change. And the clubs were just kicking in. The yeah, club scenes were was taking just off. Comedy in. clubs were and, becoming. And you so because comics had. Unless you were a big big name like your job, your career as a comedian, I think before that was opening for bands, right? right? A lot. That was your thing. Yeah. You're opening I for opened for Chicago, for, and, sure, and those kind sure. of things back yeah. then. Yeah,
1: and uh, uh, but then the when the club scene started popping, popping. I'd only been doing stand up probably eight eight months or more, and they'd be like, uh, "We're opening a club and love it. Can you can you headline the show for us?" Well, I'm not really a headliner, but I can okay. close the show there you go you know <laughs> I can be the last guy on the bill. I can go and, last yeah. and and so I you know we were lucky enough to be forced into uh
0: those positions because, because there were there was more work than there was comics yes right yeah. at that at
1: that time oh, yeah, and so yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. man I, you're scrambling for like material and you got pretty good at go you know oh, uh, that's cool, so cool. you know driving here today, I saw a sign yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then, you know like right? uh, you know.
0: That, that kind of hill stuff.
2: blocks view. <laughs> says,
0: <yeah>. So you <laughs> caught that wave in the late seventies in, yeah. in Houston. Yeah, in Houston when you started. What was the what was the what was the
1: big club in Houston? It was the comedy workshop. Comedy workshop. And that's where everybody started. I mean if you see a, if you see any documentary on Hicks or any of that kind of stuff, it's comedy workshop. So Bill Hicks
0: was in the, so so tell me the guys that were were starting at the same time as you were mm-hmm. brand new. The main guys,
1: yeah, and I don't want to, if I feel, if I leave somebody out, I apologize because I can't remember years. everybody, <laughs> but it was uh, uh, Kennison, Hicks, Carl uh Mike Vance, Jimmy Pineapple, uh, <laughs> Riley Barber. Wow. Um, I've heard that name. Uh, wow. uh, there's uh, Danny Brown, Danny Martinez. Uh, th- there was several of us. I mean, there's more that kind of grew sure, sure. right up. but there was more around there, uh, Ralphie May was one of the he wasn't one of us he didn't start but Ralphie started at the comedy came from that com, from that same, same scene after I moved had moved away but so did that
0: so for me uh, comedy stand up comedy led to the radio jobs for me yeah it gave me the confidence me too and, and, and so, so was that how long were you doing so how long were you hanging around Houston doing shows in Texas and, and just working
1: 79 around? to 84 okay so that's a pretty good yeah. a
0: pretty good uh training, five yeah. years of just kinda of, and then what changed? In eighty-four you said In
1: eighty-four, uh I really wanted to move to Colorado. I okay. wanted to go all my life, and this is I was a major John Denver fan. <laughs> it's I, all right. I said that out loud. We
0: We it, play that frequently on Easy 104.
1: He was born in the summer <laughs> of his twenty-seventh year. Coming home. Okay, I'm t- I'm 27 years old, and I decided to move to Colorado because of
2: John Denver. So he was your god. Yeah. You did this at 27. He yeah. Make move. I'm going. Yeah. That's great.
1: Yeah. I-, I was 27, and I thought, I've always wanted to live in Colorado, and I- right. they had a club yeah. there, the Comedy Works. Comedy Works. Comedy still Works there. had opened. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a club there, and, and uh, I've always wanted to live there. Now, were you in
0: 84? Were you making your living exclusively from stand-up? Uh... Yes, at that
2: that point I mm-hmm. was.
0: By then. But
2: give us an idea of pay. What what, yeah. like, what was pay back then? I mean, like for for your level, for what you were at at the headline time, for a let's week, say you go headline
0: in Lubbock or in, in seven hundred and fifty dollars. For wow. for how many shows?
1: Uh depends on the like. Might be in but those days it might be Tuesday through Sunday. Sure, you know those sure. longer. Yeah, loads, they were longer yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's and money so, though back then. Yeah, that was, that was money, all right. Right, yeah. no. that, was money, yeah, that no. was money. Yeah, that was money. Money. Twenty-five year old, twenty-seven you know, year old kid. Hey, you know my rent's three hundred and seventy dollars for the month. Right, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. You're my rent twice
0: uh, in one week. Right,
1: and I'm working for
0: forty-five minutes right. a night. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. That's cool.
1: So then when I moved to Denver, uh, I I wasn't in that scene. You know, hey, you moved a new town, you're not in it.
0: And, so, and this was, now, the thing, too, this is uh, 80, in the 80s. Now, like, you could move to a scene and you can sort of, you've got an a, 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 a internet, an electronic uh, resume. Yes. You go to a scene and people can instantly, on your phone, go, yes. oh, let me look at what Stephen Grew's all about. Or what Stephen yeah. McRae. Oh, you worked at LaFac. Then, nobody knew the hell who the hell, Every everything was very regionalized, yeah. right? Outside of L.A. Out and New York. Xerox. Everything. You were Xerox in so your... So, yeah,
2: right. So basically what Dave's saying is he's, uh, that's kind of like the old west. You know, you're a bad guy in this town. You go to this town, you become sheriff. A whole sheriff. new guy. Yeah, yeah nobody sheriff did. Until your they your find
0: reputation out. <laughs> didn't follow you the way it does now on the internet. Well, so you show up in, in, in Denver. Denver. Uh, I sign up for New
1: Talent Night. Okay. Just signed up and did my five minutes and killed, and they were like, you've Done this yeah. before? Yeah, yeah. You, right. I go. I, yeah, I have. Yeah. I, I, I'm from Houston. I headlight, and I didn't put the pressure on myself to go in and go. I'm a headliner from Texas, and I just moved here, and I deserve work. That's right. How See? many times have you seen that oh. from these guys now? Like they come, to, the they think they're the, they're the new guy in town? And I should be booked on here's every where I've every been up show. And here's what I've done, yeah. Well, and I just thought just go
0: up there and show me. Yeah,
1: I, I thought I'd sneak my way in. I just kind of much better way to go
0: in, right? Don't go in tooting your blowing your own horn. Go up there for five minutes, and and they'll see. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll talk to you. You know, I'd be, hey, cause That was pretty
1: good. You're like, thank you. I uh, you know instead of. You know, hey, I just moved here, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big ass badass
0: yeah. in what do Portland. I, what do I got What do I need? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, how do I get booked in here? You know, how do yeah. I get? Who do I talk to about getting booked? Yeah, and, you know, you show up at new talent. And now you go up with a bunch of people that are really legitimately new talent. New talent, and, and, and you, you go, shine. Ah, you know, you're going to shine, right? Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to just brings me to a point that I always like to talk to with with headliners that ego will fuck you up, right? Uh-huh. Ego will ruin you in this business, mm-hmm. I think. I, I agree. And, and you've seen it, right? Yeah. You've seen guys probably that were talented that let ego ruin their their trip through radio and and stand up. I've seen that, happen, right. right? And and I've known you just a couple of years now but zero ego and even back then, very hum- very humble. Thank so that you. worked for you. So you yeah. so you instantly got into the to the Denver scene pretty quickly. Yes.
1: Yeah. And they were all pretty cool people. And, uh, and that Denver scene was the scene equal to the Houston scene. I mean, it was Roseanne Barr. I was going to uh, say, this is where you... Yeah. Me, uh, uh, Matt Berry, who's a writer-producer. He was a writer on Roseanne uh-huh. show, and now he's a writer-producer on Last Man Standing. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that were... That went on like immediately went on to more, and you're like, oh, I got in it. This is a good scene. Good scene, yeah. And again, it's like this is something else I was telling you guys the other night. We were all hanging together. We all hate. We hung together. We write together. We'd be like, hey, what if you said, you know, I love that bit you said, but what if you tagged it with it? Oh, thank you. That's very funny. You know, (laughs) but
0: but that's we would did that, and I don't see that. No. Today, do you? No, I don't. And JB, as, we do a, as a younger guy, we, we do that. And, and, but JB has to remind me sometimes the value of that. Uh, you call JB calls it hang time. The just sitting in the green room together before the show, after the show, or hanging out, having lunch while we're all here in Vegas yeah. together, and just having those things. See, and that's I, valuable. And I it doesn't a picture happen picture the
2: other anymore. day, and none of you guys even know it, because you guys are all busy talking. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that, that picture is... Probably one of the most valuable pictures I took this weekend because you you were talking to uh, Steven, and he's talking to Rick and everything and I just took the picture and and that's that's that to me is the cool thing yeah I mean, that that's almost as good as being on stage because it's just like that's all raw stuff right there yeah. you're and talking you know, about and it's so fun and it's I wish
1: so fun. I wish I'd have had something like that in in the old days because. The days that I was were in rooms like that, like I'm sitting there, there's Robin Williams, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Roseanne. Roseanne uh, and yeah. Dennis Miller's mm-hmm. over here, or, you know, one time I was in the room, it was Gary Shandling was in oh, there with cool. me, Gary Shandling and Corey, uh, Corey Feldman. And, oh, wow. you know, but it was just to begin nowadays, you just go, I got my phone. Yeah, right, yeah. You you know, know? Like you yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> did you? And, and you tell these stories because they're in my head, people are like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, it was it was 1983. Yeah, we were nobody, in the, yeah, It wasn't yeah, like everybody had a, a little box camera with. Yeah, them or nobody carried. You, know? yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. In those days, you'd even be thought of. You, what kind of freak would you have been? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, what kind of freak? In those days, so you'd be if you'd have pulled out one of just a little Kodak with a with a flag. <laughs> hey,
2: everybody, come here. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, come Okay, on. go Everybody ahead and finish your story. You. <laughs> Let me capture this. That's <laughs> oh, funny.
0: That's funny. So be like, so don't that's... hang with
2: Maguru, Pull yeah, yeah, He pulls out the camera. has got a
0: camera with him He's all the time. He's got a
2: Polaroid with him, man. That, you, nobody they're... thinks
0: twice about that now. But you, <clears throat> excuse me, you're right. That doesn't happen. Uh, I don't see it happening as much where there's that sort of um, uh, support. For each other, it feels more competitive. Yeah, and that's why um, was, everybody
2: wants to be somebody. Everybody thinks they're the next big thing. Yeah, because and that's unbelievable to me. How they, it's they, a different path to success now
0: uh your youtube channel has over 10 million views right well my videos do the videos right the video. but, but guys think they can now just oh i can i can get 10,000 followers on instagram and then i'll get booked in comedy clubs yeah, yeah. because to because be i'm gonna
2: go up and do an open mic set and i'm gonna kill with shock material and post it and everybody's gonna like me and yeah it's it's, oh, it's so horrible. it's different
0: and so that's one of the things that um before i even uh really met you uh JB had worked with you in reno and he was telling me uh, uh, the advice you were giving him and the, the ideas and, and how you sort... And, and I, I'm i not going to name names and I, I don't want to say a lot, but I, I work, you know, I run the club in Reno now. And I've, I've worked at this sort of uh, host feature level for a long time. And I work with a lot of headliners that just don't have time for you and don't, don't take the time, don't even watch your act, don't want to spend any time. And so when, when I heard, because that was your first time hosting, Mm-hmm. Laugh Factory in Reno, right? when we were yeah. together. Yeah. So yeah, so he was very uh, nervous and anxious, what? and yeah, yeah, you know. And, and, and,
2: and you totally put me at ease. You're like, "Hey man, just yeah. do and you you were you you pushed so much relax onto me, you know, because you're just like, "Don't worry about it, man. It's just gonna you know, it's gonna happen." The yeah, way it happens
1: I remember tell. You. I think I, I say you know like, uh, "Hey, you're, once you're on stage, you're already approved." you know you you don't need to be credible you don't a great, think you that's need credibility a great thing you're to automatically credible you're because you're on
0: stage you know you're a guy that every time i come off uh this week in vegas this is the first time we've worked together um almost every time i'm coming off and bringing you up you always go hey good job you know and, and a lot of guys don't even you know and and whether it's true or not it makes me feel good you know and it helps me it helps me the next show and yeah. the next night and and a lot of guys are just I don't want to sound like that, that cranky. Oh, a lot of guys, I, I try. To, I try to, to, to pay attention and, and help guys that deserve it. And, and that was the thing, you know, that I liked about you. Did you? So, and, and that's that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you. You you had that relationship with these people, yes. in Denver, like Roseanne. Yeah. And, but you guys, Roseanne wasn't Roseanne when you met her. No, I she was, was just she, getting started. She was just
1: yeah, we used to actually do shows together. Uh, we would do our acts separately mm-hmm. and then come back together and sit on stage and do a like a he said, she oh, said, Wow,
2: you know, I don't agree with that. Yeah. You know, that you know. <laughs> Are, did any of those things recorded, no, oh, yeah, See, be great. that would have been it's not either, right? yeah. one of those yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, was just the show, was just it was just what you were doing, yeah.
1: And there was a we did it, there was a place called the Hungry Farmer in Denver that was this restaurant that had like a nice little stage because That had you know, some of the best. Restaurants used to have bands or yes, combos, absolutely. You know, yeah. steak houses. Yep. You'd be like, "Yeah, oh, I enjoyed the band." Yeah, and that's yeah. that's what this was. And and we would do this thing at the Hungry Farmer, and hungry uh, farmer. no one ever
0: would have thought about recording it. So, besides the fact that, so you had guys, you had headliners and, and guys above you that obviously were good to you. Yes. Were you raised that way? Were you raised in in a, in, a, in a family that was like, "Hey, treat people." Yes. So that it comes yeah. I think that's the thing is we talk about. We've, we, the three of us have talked about. and I talk about it with comics all the time. Like, oh, that guy's a, a dick and and thinks he's famous and stuff. But the, most people that are dicks because because they think they're somebody in, in or a celebrity now. They were just dicks. All they their were life. Raised wrong, right? Yeah. yeah, you're just who you are, and that that gets maybe yeah. exaggerated as you get some success. But yeah. I think you're who you are. I I was. I'll you know say. Sound- Weird, but I
1: was raised in the church. Yeah. I was raised in it. I sure. mean, like, we went on Sundays, we went on Wednesdays. You know, you sing in the choir, mama sings in the choir. Qu- There's spaghetti dinner on Wednesday before church. There's, you know, and I was just raised that way. Grandparents were, you know, my dad, my grandfather was a, a policeman ended up being chief of detectives okay. in Houston, ran the All department. Right. Uh, I was told all my life, you know, you know good and bad, you know right from wrong. So yeah, you if feel- you ever go to jail, we'll never get you out. I'm, mean, I was told that. Yeah, like kids today, they don't they don't fear going to oh, jail. No, 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 they own don't own fear own. anything.
0: Yeah, it, I, we were just watching. You know, one of my favorite things about being in Vegas for the week is getting to watch like live PD marathons all day and never leave my room. And some of the the the, the young people that are on these these cop shows and stuff are so disrespectful to the police. And I think, man, I would have been. Scared shitless to, yeah. to talk to an adult like that, yeah. much less a guy with a yeah. gun and a yeah. badge. Yeah. You know? yeah, and so I think I think it, it, a lot of it is how you're raised. And, and you mentioned church the other night. Now, you are you? Or do you go to church now? Uh, I did. I, I was going uh, quite a
1: bit, mm-hmm. and uh, my pastor um, is. And I still say is because I, he's my I would say my spiritual okay uh, we sort of your advisor spiritual your leader, advisor guy yes yeah um, is Richie Fury oh, okay know? I Rich, know the name yeah Richie from Buffalo Springfield yeah po- yeah absolutely yeah uh, yeah Rock and Roll Hall of yes. Fame yeah he he went on and became became a preacher oh, wow. he dropped out of the you know and became a <laughs> wow. preacher and so I was going to his church when I was a radio DJ. But when I got out here on the road, it's very hard
0: to go to church. I was going to say, it's difficult because you're working on, on Saturdays or Sundays. weeks a year, or yeah, you're, you're, yeah. But I think even if—I never had that. My family was not churchgoers, but I've always had—I've so believed in God and sort of have a faith. And I think I think even if you, you grew up going to church and, and you stop going to church, and even for people out there that are listening that, that don't have a strong spiritual thing or maybe don't even believe in God, I just think church— Outside of believing in God and getting into it, seriously, it just gives you a nice set of morals. Yeah. And a nice uh, foundation to come from how to treat other people. Other people. It's, <laughs> if nothing else, I, there's two things.
1: I've thought about writing a book, because I do this all. You know how it is in a hotel room and you're bored. <laughs> of course, board, yeah. And I copyrighted uh, December 9th, 2000. <laughs> <laughs> if you took the Ten Commandments... Uh-huh. Just the uh, 10 uh-huh. th- if you took the 10 commandments and you wrote a self help book called ten, 10 Rules to Make Your Life Better, it would be a Just bestseller. A Absolutely. And it would not have the Christian or religious. You removed the, yes. You know what I mean? But every one of those rules is nothing but, and I don't understand why anybody ever gets offended by the 10 commandments. R- love your neighbor. Okay. okay are we, are, uh,
0: should, should we do that? Yeah. Should we
1: do that? You know, respect your mother and your father. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, was, I don't I,
0: understand anything that offends it's, anybody. It's amazing to me. I was in a in a in a car ten hours with another comic once, and and grew up, uh, you know, a Catholic, going to catechism, and and but and then became more of a, a, a kind of straight away from that. And we talked about the Bible, uh, as you do when you're ten hours in a car with somebody, or you, you just go talk about everything. And he. He explained that, you know, as he got older, he goes, you know, I didn't believe, I don't believe that, that uh, somebody was leaving a town and, and turned to look back and got turned into a pillar of salt. And I don't believe that, the, the, you know, they rained for 40 days and all these animals. But what I do believe is these are a collection of great stories that teach you a nice lesson and have a nice lesson in them. And, yeah. how to, and how to behave, and he goes. So I've never, I'm not a guy now that now that I de- don't necessarily believe like I did when, when what my family does, but I still believe that everybody should should read the Bible and know what it is because it, it tells you how to treat people.
1: If nothing else, it's a good uh, ground to to it's build, a foundation. Foundation. Yeah. Because if if you don't, even if you don't want to believe, sure. some of that's going to stick with you, right. and you should know what is literature. If nothing else, how Bingo. many times can you Bingo. see hear a verse? You hear a verse, and you go, "What is that for?" A-? It's the Bible. Uh, yeah. You know, in yeah. literature, there's certain phrases that you'll hear that you need to go, you know.
0: So that makes sense to me that you were raised in that kind of way because of of the kind of guy you are now. You you rarely, again, this podcast usually highlight other people. You, I've never, in, in the time I've spent with you, I don't hear you talking about uh, all these great the things that you've done and what you do. And none of your social media is based on that. A lot of guys, uh, even mine, you know, because I'm trying to impress uh, the kids I went to high school with, you know, and nothing pe- wrong with the that. The people I used to work with in the call center last year, and hey, here I am at the Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. You know,
1: there's nothing wrong with it. I was told when I was with a, a big agency in, uh-huh. in L.A. that uh, you should always create your own buzz. That if nobody thinks nothing's happening, nobody wants you. Sure. But sure, if you're sure. like, hey, I'm busy this week. I'm doing this. I'm doing That's that. A great this. Point. I, I've got my my script just be an almost finished. That's a great point. So, But in social media now, it almost sounds like bragging. The old days, you could be at a club. You're at a club. Hey, sure. what have you been up what to? What have oh, you been doing? And oh, you're just Working on it. on this. But that was, but that you, was a different you, time. You do you know? that,
0: but your, your social media... Comes across very well. You do this podcast. You you uh, before you went on this weird diet, you did noodle chat. Uh, we'll get to this. Which we are going to do that yeah. later it's, tonight. Uh, you 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 do uh, lots of stuff. You you have some characters that you do on your YouTube and your Instagram, and you do lots of stuff, but none of it ever seems self serving to me. And 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 so like I just I feel like I feel like it's we need to point out the good guys. In, in this business, yeah, there's well, some guys you. That I, aren't I good I appreciate guys, that, you know, and, and you and you were uni- <laughs> Well, you were universally considered a good guy. I was uni- You're right, <laughs> and for you, a you while haven't changed universally. Yes, and you I were. haven't changed. And I have no. Changed. You absolutely. I, and I don't know how how much you want to get into that here, but you we will. You, you were universally. I think I never heard a harsh word about you uh, before I met you ever ever. People said good things. People always said you were funny. People always said you were nice, easy to get along with, uh, and then. Uh, then Trump got elected. Then Trump got elected, <laughs> and and you you That's decided true. to uh, celebrate that and, and talk about that and and now uh, you haven't changed. You're no. the same person you were. No, but now and I don't
1: even push it. Like we were together, I constantly go to never. You, did you see what Trump did? Did, did I? Did, it? did no. you see what?
0: Did you hear you, what? Such I said about no. when I first met you, I didn't even know because no. you didn't bring it up. And and I love when when I'm with, like this week our our feature act uh, brought it up. You know, just kind of said, and and I, I I love to I watch the look on your face, and I watch you you sort of get this grin. And you go, oh hell, here we go. Yeah, you know, and you never know where people are going to go yeah, with it. And I didn't know. go into it much. You, don't, the, you don't, you you I'm, don't, you just let him do his thing, and, and that's what I do as a, as a conservative. The, I just go okay, but then you, we find out he is so too. He on,
1: slowly started yeah. talking, and he's like, well, I have to agree with you on a lot of this.
0: You I know, like, you know, I had I'm, a guy come up to me after a show in Reno, and he was from from Georgia, and I said, what brings you out here? And, and he he literally like bent down and pulled me down with him and he said I work for the Republican Party. And I said you don't have to whisper that to me, sir. Let's go outside and talk, you yeah. know. And people but people are sometimes uh on our on on the republican side of the aisle scared to say who you support and stuff. But you uh well have, I have, you don't do it at all in your act. No. It doesn't come up one time in a, in in an hour. No, because I comments.
1: believe stand up should be funny. The, it just should be funny. If people come to people. a show to forget their Politics. Politics and yeah, religion. Right, they forget and, about it. Yeah. You know, that, that, I was raised that way. But I am going to do, as we were talking about earlier, I'm going to do this tour right. next year called the Deplorables mm-hmm. Tour. And it's, they really want to market it
0: straight to uh, the conservatives. I mean, that's... Well, because there is a lot of comedy marketed to liberals. Yeah, a lot. A, a lot of it. and And obviously, as you can tell by the election results... Half the country would 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 like to hear some other stuff. You know what we we say half the country, but it's more. It, it's more. It's more. People always say like half the we're, we're dividing will, half. will admit it. Less than half will admit it. <laughs> don't you don't you think I, so? Absolutely. I I, th- I see it when I'm in comedy clubs, and and a comic goes all right, and and we talked about this tonight. A comic will say uh, if they're going to get into this political material. All right, it's almost like. Even if it's who voted for Trump, yeah, it almost comes out like, all right, which one of you assholes voted for Trump? You know? And so nobody's comfortable going, you know Yeah. Unless it's a, a drunk be, redneck yeah, guy like, that goes, Oh yeah, make America great again. And so so people don't want to don't want to get in fights with people. Yeah. You know, not 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 because we're the fight. it's not because no, we're not the not fighters. Much. No, right. It's we're it's, not. It's, it's it's liberals usually just like, condescending yeah. and Giving you a hard time. So. Yeah,
1: but see, I have been uh, conservative all my all my life. Right, uh, leaning
0: conservative. Well, I, just based like, on where you grew up and in the household. I mean, ho- household that makes I grew perfect up. Sense. And, you, know, you know. Religious background. Exactly. But at the same time.
1: I was always the, the the black dog of the black sheep of the family because I, I had long hair. Uh-huh. I got kicked out of school uh-huh. for hair. I had to get my hair cut to get back into you were school. Making
0: jokes all the time. Making and jokes all the time. Sure. Uh,
1: ga- ga- gay friends. I have ga- you know my gay friends. Uh-huh. Uh, so like, what are you hanging out with them for? Uh-huh. You know. So I've always been like, it's like conservative, but in the middle. I believe that I believe you should do this, but that's okay. I but but. Another thing is, I'm a I'm a linear thinker, and most people aren't linear. No. If you believe this, then you have to believe this down here. It has to be that way, and I call it the the cafeteria Christians who just go along and p- <laughs> pick that and pick this sure, or yes, pick I'll that. that uh, the a la carte or, Christians. Know, yeah. or, but if you mm-hmm. said you believe this, you, then you have to be, you have to believe this too. Yes. Yeah. So. That's that's a big problem with me. So all my all my life, that I've been I've been sort of liberal with conservative bent. Does if that's sure
0: Con- conservative thinking and conservative values. Yeah, but save but your money un- and
1: work yeah. ha- work hard. Nobody work nobody gets shit for free. This is this you is know. what
0: made me. You know, I never and I said this the other night in the green room. we were talking about JB and I didn't pay attention to politics and, and so I I considered myself a liberal Democrat. I voted for Democrat. I thought, oh, well, I'm a nice person. I care about people. And that's what, what yeah, Democrats and care, do. It, Republicans don't care about people. They want to, you know. Blah, blah, blah. But when I started paying attention and uh, I was doing a radio show, I was, was bored opping which yeah. is, you know. But when you work the controls for a guy, and he was a conservative talk show host. And um, he wasn't one of those Hannity, pound-the-table kind of guys, yeah. you know. He was just tell, t- talking. And I, he was talking about... The thing that got me paying attention and, and to, to the conservative side was big government and how they mess everything up and how the more the government's involved, the more things are effed up, you yeah. know. And, and so uh, the more you the more you think about it, I think the more you, you go to that side and you see oh. Republicans really do care about people. It doesn't mean we don't care about you know. It's such a
1: if we do care about you, it's because we want you to be better. Whether you're white,
0: black, gay, female, stri- whatever, right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, we it, want, the, we want
1: yeah. the best for you. For everybody, yeah. You getting something for free does not help you. Right. That's right. that's what you know. When you when you learn. That w- work Didn't makes you feel better about yourself.
0: If you have to earn something, you'll appreciate it more. Yeah. than everyone's I, parents I tell I them say that my up. Kids all Don't the you time. tell your kids that? Yeah. I tell my kids that. You yeah, know? you so, won't drive a car
1: to to shit if you're paying for it. But if it's mama's car, you're gonna burn out the tires. Of you're gonna pop the clutch. Absolutely. Gonna, you know, Absolutely. know what I mean. So that's my my deal. They're so popping happened, the clutch on the government. You so know?
0: what happened was you are still uh, Steve McGrew that everybody's liked and has been a pleasant guy to hang around with and be around and. Helpful and, and a good guy, and then uh, never on stage. And it's not something I see you bring up in conversation. You just happen to to on social media support our president. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, as millions of Americans as do, millions as. Uh, he is our. He did get voted into office. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which well, I, when I hear people say, "Not my president," yeah.
0: he's not my. Do you live in
1: this freaking country?
0: <laughs> I, I hear, guess he is. You said you were moving to Canada. So you, you how many of those people have left? No. Yeah. Not one. Because things are still good. Yeah. Uh, this country is so better. bad. Things are better. They're so bad. There's a
1: caravan trying to trying break to in. Break down the doors to get in here. <laughs>
0: Uh, we talked to a guy. And I won't mention any names either. This week here in Las Vegas, who who we were talking about politics a little bit, you and I, and he overheard, and and we said, and you said, oh, I, sorry if we're bothering you with this kind of talk. And he said, listen, I don't, I don't really know anything. I know that I work in construction. Yeah. And uh, three years ago, I wasn't working very much, and the last two years, I'm working a lot. I'm working. Remember he a said lot. that. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, and mm-hmm. last year's, I'm working yes, a, a lot. A lot. So. But besides what our politics are, what happened, what pisses me off, and doesn't piss you off as much as it pisses me off, apparently, is is people started to uh, attack you personally yeah. for your political beliefs and your political stuff just on social media. Yeah. And really only on Twitter is where you do it, where right. you talk about it. Right. Or I'll post some memes or stuff on Facebook. Occasionally on Facebook. Sure, and Instagram a little bit. But your Facebook and your Instagram... Are, are a mix of oh here's a funny thing here's a show I'm doing here's something I said that was funny here's a meme I thought yeah. was funny here's a political thing and then and Twitter is more of hey here's what Trump did that was good and here's a, something and it's amazing to me the vitriol that you and others like you have have suffered mm-hmm. by just mm-hmm. by just saying <laughs> hey this is what I believe not yeah. not not saying what you be- you never come at it at the way I see a lot of people on the other side come at it, and people even on 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 the conservative you toothless come at rednecks it. that are trying to bring this country down. You never if, come at it that way. I've never seen you say, "I think this," and if you don't agree, you're an idiot. <laughs> I never see you say that. You go, "I think this," and you suffered for it. Yeah. And and now it has. And again, I, you can stop me if you don't want to get into it. But now it has. Uh, uh, I was going to say affected your career, but that's not true. You're working. More fifty three weeks a year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think it's funny. People, as you saw the other day, yes. somebody was
1: like, "You can't get work. Nobody yeah, wants oh, to hire you. You. Here you can't work here anymore." There. I'm like, mm, "No,
0: I don't want to work there. I don't. They don't pay as much as the places I am." Working. I can tell you, we we I run the the Laugh Factory in Reno. We haven't had you in over a year. And and I I thought oh, oh I hope this isn't because of what's going on with your, yeah. your political leanings and it's not it's because you don't have an open week I mean, we can't work it out I'm we can't busy fit you in your schedule so <laughs> that's
1: uh, okay. like what I to put on my that YouTube I, I kind of made a response I don't mean on uh-huh. YouTube but Facebook I guess the response I've looked let me set this straight yeah I'm busy
0: <laughs> because someone uh, accused you of. Um, doing all this Trump stuff for, for personal gain and said, uh, Oh, you can't even work at the club in your hometown. Yeah. And, and, and you said, which is true. It's not that I can, I just, I don't, it doesn't pay enough yeah. for me. And it, you know, Hey, if, and I'm sure if you're home, you had an open week and, it would and be great. said, you want to work, I'll work. Yeah. You know? I can run over there. It's a, this is a business we're, we're doing this to get, even I do it part time, but I do it to, to make money, to get paid.
2: What you're saying right there is it's a business. I think a lot of people forget that in comedy. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, there's so many egos and, and, yeah, and on emotions On Dobie Maxwell's and, site, and, uh-huh. he's always talking about that. About a lot of the new guys coming up, they don't understand the business part of it, and you have to run it as a business, right? As opposed to like, oh, I'm just going to go here and have fun and do that, and they don't realize it and, it. and it seems like that's how a lot of them are failing because they don't realize it is a business. Yeah, and you so have to you work know, that
1: ladder. This right. is what, and, at one point. At one point, years ago, I had to actually stop certain clubs. You go, this is the money I make, and if. If another club hears that they paid me, and I'm working here for that, much. For the, they're, then why would this club want to pay me more? Absolutely. So, at one point, you go, "This is my price, and that's, that's all I can I work, work for. I can work for more happily, <laughs> but but you know, I can't. I can't be working in the same state, and you're paying me a thousand less than the club does. No, I think I do there it.
0: are people in this business. and I'm sure in any business, but I think there are people in this business that care more about being famous than. Than making a living, I like doing comedy sometimes, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like it. You look paid. like you enjoy it most of the time. I fake it pretty well. <laughs> okay. okay, I would yeah. prefer to just write jokes for someone else and never set foot on stage in front of people. He faked the first
2: show on Friday. He huh? faked it really well. Yeah, the second Didn't show. It, was sometimes he, I'm having fun.
0: He faked yeah. it really well. Like, yeah. This yeah. week, ad lib and fake. Yes, yeah. I'm right. But this week I'm having fun because yeah. so, I'm here with you. JB's here. I always love when JB's here. This is a fun week, but but i also want to get paid Yeah. You know, my first my first thing when someone offers me a gig if someone says you know in reno if someone says hey do you want to do this this silly thing at this bar or whatever and i my first thing is what does it pay Your very first what thing does what does, does it, it pay? pay yes and then you know oh they go whoa it's, it's you know it's just going to be fun and blah, am blah. no I don't I don't, I don't I don't i do this to get I can paid i get have fluttered home yeah i would <laughs> If I'm not getting paid, I will play Red Dead Redemption 2 for eight hours or whatever. You know, right. I, I would, I'm not coming out of the house unless I'm getting some money. Or if there, I'll do it for free food. I'm at that level still. But it's so. Oh so you were the Golden Corral. <laughs> uh, well, if there was comedy. At the oh, the well, let me comedy stop. at the Corral.
1: Let me stop this for a second, and we have to talk about the uh, oh, Golden geez. Corral because. <laughs> This is I'm taking control again. Cause you guys went to the
0: Golden Corral here in Vegas. We come all the yes. way to Vegas. Vegas yes. to go to the Where Golden Corral thousands Cor- of, restaurants, oh, some of restaurants. Some of the best restaurants in, in, in the world. In the world. And I say to JB, hey, there's a golden corral. <laughs> Dude, don't feel bad. Because believe it or not, there is no golden corral in Reno, which you would think would be right for a golden corral. But, but-
2: uh, he's giving you crap about it. Well, we went to Denny's the other night. So, I mean, it's the same Twice. thing. Twice. Twice. That's
0: convenience, though. I mean, year... Denny's is close. Denny's is close, is
1: close. And see, I'm doing the keto diet. You're talking right. about the weird diet. Right. I'm doing keto. So, if I go to Denny's... Everything on the menu I could eat. Right. Meat, it's bacon, meat, sure. eggs.
0: No carbs. No carbs. And so it's, it's right it's, there. It's, it's and a block go, away. Yeah.
1: And I go, give me a side of bacon and uh, a hamburger with no bun. I drove
0: uh, close to 20 minutes to get to the Golden Corral. So yeah. not convenient. It's in a bad go neighborhood. With, that yes, where was. I was going. Yes, I, it was. I
1: heard it was not in a good neighborhood. Well, not <laughs> oh, in a good neighborhood. Yeah, no. Uh, the, the, can pigeons, say that? the
0: pigeons are scary at
1: that. Golden can we crowd. say that anymore? Is that politically incorrect to point out somebody is a bad oh, I, neighborhood? Yeah. It's a you racist right under, now. If you uh, say under, it's
0: a bad neighborhood. Right? Underfunded.
1: <laughs> <An> underfunded <laughs> neighborhood. Because it just when you said that it dawned on me. I mean, like, can we even be we honest anymore with like no. we don't go over there? Well, it's, that's you know.
2: Were, were we, we, we yeah. right to call the pigeon? We walked out a fat pigeon. We yeah. walked out there, at the Golden crowd. This pigeon was like. He looked like a chicken. He was so big. Yeah, and he's just walking, and not he almost got hit by a car. Yeah, and at the last second, he
0: he kind of
2: like, oh, fly, I guess. I mean, <laughs> we're like, right, oh, this pigeon. He's good here at the cold it's, And He's like, we it's like move, like, in move feet here just
0: it's, to avoid the car. It's
2: funny you said that today.
1: I talked to a bit a pigeon this week too. <laughs> it's so funny. I talked to a pigeon. I was walking between here and 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 the uh, Denny's, and and in the middle of the street, I was crossing in the middle of the street. There was a pigeon just walking in the Why middle, you with walking, you? and I go, "Hey, little dude, you probably should get out of the street. You can fly." And, and he, the pigeon looked up at me, "Hey, little dude." I go, yeah, I go, "Hey, little dude, you." And, and he, the pigeon looked up at me and just kept walking, like mind your own fucking business. <laughs> But I did. I thought I should tell this little guy. I don't. The street is not the the place. Is not safe
2: anymore.
0: (laughs) 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 But yeah, we. uh, And then I ate myself into like illness. Like I'm like a. He told me you actually came back. Like I got. I'm I'm sick. I got the trash can in the hotel room and I straddled the bed and I I just kept eating because like there's so much like the and pot roast. I, I love spaghetti, the golden and then there was sliders and then there was the grilled cheese sandwiches and broccoli shrimp cheese. on a stick shrimp on a
2: stick he, he goes to each station <sighs> the first time and then he comes back and eats and then he goes to the second station and eats everything there i oh. mean this guy can eat okay, let me I mean, here's here's my here's
1: my golden corral cuz i <laughs> i like the golden corral i love it i'm i'm white trash
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> White
1: trash and proud, damn. That's right. And, and I
2: did make, Crack of power. You and me both. I did put him back in the Wayback Machine because he like looked at the rolls and didn't grab one. And I told him, I said, dude, I go, here you go. We're going to go in the Wayback Machine. Grab a piece <sighs> of this roll and eat it. And I go, it's going to take you back to your childhood in the cafeteria at school because this was And he did. Oh, and it was so. so he, just good, the look man. on his face. He was like, oh, that, yeah, I'm right. By
0: there. the time I got to the soft serve, I, I was already hurting. But I was like, there's soft serve here, and I paid, and I'm gonna eat this. I only soft serve. eat and, this I, and I knew. It was like a heroin addict that was all, I, like, if I put this needle <laughs> in my arm one time, I'm gonna die, but I'm still putting this needle in my arm. I was just eating that soft serve, and I was already sick.
1: Well, I and, do, but, when I go to the Golden Corral, I scope out, <laughs> I, I scope it first. Sure, you gotta check it first. I check it what's out. Available what, what's available. What's available. And then my first round <laughs> is what I really like, what I know that I like, or that I'm hungry that for. You're for sure are hungry that for. That is round. my first round. And then I will go back and strategically strike. Like, oh, let me uh, check out this
0: bourbon chicken. Here. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had <laughs> yeah. that yet. So it now that goes there. back to the yeah. Oh, and yeah, Jamie got oh. something, and I said, "What is that?" He goes, "I don't know. It Might be fish."
2: But <laughs> <laughs> it looked good, and I'm like, "I'm eating." I got. It and I'm like, "Yeah, that was good fish." What kind? I don't know. I don't it's know it fish. Was, I'm going again.
1: Yeah, and that's that's my my way to do it. Is I just I I, I make that, sure that I eat what I like. Yes. So I get, I know I got my money's worth, and then. And
0: I really get my money. For it. <laughs> you know, that's part of it for me. Is like I'm going to get value out of this. You yeah. Know? And didn't I say to you? I said we might have to spend a couple hours here, so I could I do, I do. <laughs> just yeah let it digest and then yeah. go back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I you so don't go pur- you don't go purge. I was just going to say yeah you're going to be, be like Jay. go it. to the
2: bathroom, make room, because come back out, go again. They had
0: chocolate fudge out there, and and I just could not bring myself to to eat a piece of that chocolate fudge. And I was like oh, I want. So I was so sick, right? How sick was I? was sick, right? He told me. He said was you came back. He was, like he's done, now. Like, oh. But so that, was, that was probably, what, 1.30 uh, yesterday afternoon? That was probably about 2.30. 2.30 yesterday right? afternoon. Uh, after the first show last night, I was Ooh. sitting in the green room thinking, I'm going to go to Golden Corral for breakfast. I was ready to go again. So it's a sickness. Yeah, it's an illness. Yeah. So I got to get on your keto diet and start watching myself. Because you look good. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Shape. I appreciate that. I'm trying. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. I, I appreciate- came up behind you this morning in the casino. we were sitting and having a cup of coffee. And I thought, hey. And then I, I was like, oh, that's Steve. And I said to you, what you say in your act? I said, you do look like a hot white woman a Hot back. white woman <laughs> in the back. I got good hair. I, like, I paid for I it. I said, this woman sitting by herself. Oh, it's Steve. <laughs> 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 but anyway... Just to wrap that up, I am so impressed with uh, the way you handle the, the slings and arrows that you've had to suffer in the last couple of years. For. Oh, thank you. You you were very uh, uh, kind-hearted and you you even in your response to this, oh, this thing that thing just thing, happened yesterday. You're mad if you mad? are mad? Yeah, it's so. funny to me because as we're talking about it, I'm I'm getting agitated and you're you're sort of chuckling, you know? you're just like, eh. what know? can I do?"
1: You know, what can you I do? You know it's
0: not you that it, it's really a, it's not you, it's them situation. Yeah. Like that's the the thing that happened yesterday was, was there was such vitriol spit at you and at first I thought that was just mean. I that, thought it was private. I mean, and, but this is a guy that posted some really mean things to you publicly. Publicly. And said Basically, you know, said about your work on cruise ships, you know, and said, "Feel free to jump off."
1: Yeah, basically, go kill. Basically, go kill. kill Go kill yourself. Yeah,
0: because you support the president of the United States of America, you might as well just kill yourself. Yeah, Um, and I was so so. I said something. You weren't even in the room. I made a shitty comment on the post on your Facebook page. I saw it. I I believe. Um, but it, you, you just handled that. And then even your response was very measured and, um, honest and, and kind, you know, um, and, and I tried to stop and think as a guy that I, I suffer, suffer from, you know, some mental health depression and anxiety and some things, and I can be petty and I can be, you know, and I, I stopped and thought, well, this guy that posted all that stuff, if you stop and think about it and really pay attention to what he's saying, obviously has some issues of his own. That need to be worked out, and that's kind of how you came at it. You were like, "Listen, this was a friend of mine, and I don't know what's going on with him."
1: And, yeah, like I've and been to it, but over, I recorded right. his, podcast. his podcast. I don't know, and he even wrote in the thing like, "You know, I we used to be friends. I used to look up to you. Now I don't care if you, you know." And and again, like, what
0: what did I you do? To you? What did I do changed. to you? That's right. You know what what did, did I do, you do to do you? To him? Except disagree with him politically. Yeah, and that's that's how that's how ugly it's gotten, and I'm just. Uh, I'm very impressed with how you how you handle all that stuff. Well, I'm trying to learn from your experience. Thank you, thank you. I
1: I appreciate that. But I um I, I just think I have always like I said earlier I've always believed a certain thing, and my belief system hasn't changed. It hurt me in, in Hollywood in the in the nineties before too, because I I was not a Bill Clinton fan, mm-hmm. and everybody loved Clinton in mm-hmm. Hollywood. I mean, you you know how that of course they just loved. He could do no wrong. I don't care that you know. Uh, Bill was having sleeping with his yeah, intern. I don't care about broad I don't, well, I don't care about Jones, that. You drag a yeah. hundred dollar bill through a trailer park. You're, that's what you are going to get. You know, <laughs> and, and you know, I am friends with Paula Jones. That's that's what's what a small right. weird world this it, is. I am really friends yeah. with Paula Jones, and uh, you know, and I am like he, she didn't deserve that, and uh, so I, I, then you look at what they're doing to Trump. They're like, you know, he's trying to make money as president. Well, back then, you said money was fine because you didn't care what Clinton did because the economy was great. Well, right now, you hate Trump, but the economy is better than it's ever been. Yeah. Unemployment's the lowest. Yep. Black employment unemployment, the lowest it's mm-hmm. ever been. Mm-hmm. Hispanic unemployment, super low. It's like... He's racist. That's why he's helping black unemployment, I guess.
0: Yeah, that- <laughs> I, I, the, and that's the thing, is 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 what I learned being on the conservative side, and when we did that conservative talk show, the, the guy that I was on with it that was very smart and, and conservative, would I would watch him have uh, discussions with people on the other side, and he would just ask them questions. Trump's racist. Could you give me an example of when Trump was racist? Well, he's just racist. He tweeted one time something racist. He tweeted something yeah. mean. He tweeted something, and it was racist. Well, was it racist? Could you Could you show me that tweet? Well... It seemed racist, you know, and then it, it, you just back yeah. them off of it because my daughter, it, who's uh, about to turn 18 and is a lesbian and came out about four years ago, um, was a little concerned when he got elected uh, because, you know, she's she's afraid that, that some of their rights are going to be taken. But she said to me just about three weeks ago, she said, uh, I said something about Trump. She said, it's funny, Daddy, because it doesn't seem like like it's, anything has changed for all these people who are afraid things are going to change for them. You know, uh, immigrants and, and gays and and I said it hasn't because no, they we we care about Republicans care about people. We want things to be good for everybody, and so right people come around if you pay attention. People come around. Well, but, like I remember the remember the the shooting
1: at the at the gay nightclub. Yes,
0: at Pulse in, in Florida. Yeah,
1: right? and uh, there was so many gay friends that I know personally. They were like. I'm getting a gun. I'm going to go to the shooting range. Oh, my daughter
0: can't wait to turn I'm gonna, 18, so she can, so she I'm can carry. Go, yeah.
1: And that, Trump is protecting your right to protect, to protect yourself, yourself
0: as a gay person. So you know, it's like I don't understand your concept. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable to me, and it's unbelievable that that somebody would so actively and overtly, as this person did that we're talking about, uh, go out of their way to, to ruin a relationship with somebody. Um, and it, you know a lot of it again I, I think it was done publicly to sort of impress a booker know, a booker that that, a doesn't use, booker. that doesn't want to use you because of your political beliefs yeah so this guy thought well I'll pile on oh and yeah. maybe I can get booked in this club this guy that the last show that shows on any of his Social media is doing a fucking elks club show <laughs> in Wyoming somewhere. So I'll be in a corner with a, with yeah. a metal light pointed yeah. at me. <laughs> Who needs a sound system? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I think a lot of it was that, like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show my support for this booker that not booking you, and then maybe that booker will see that and, and book me. Uh, I, I, I used to want to work that club uh, because my dad is a fan of the guy that books it and whose name is on it, and and I just don't. Listen, this is this is an easy sacrifice. i making air quotes because it's not like they're coming to me. And yeah, but I know. I but know. if they did now, and I did, I did meet you, somebody who could have maybe helped me, and I thought, you know what, I'm not even going to pursue that. You place. had a couple people that could have helped I don't you. Want get, to. Yeah, yeah, I know people that work there, and 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 I've gotten some info. And I thought, you know what, I just it's not it's not worth it to me. To to do that. I don't I don't wanna I mean, what if I'm there for three days and somebody sees a tweet that and I don't do it much, but I tweet sometimes, you know? And yeah. what if somebody sees a tweet that they didn't like and all of a sudden I get fired three days into that yeah. run, you know? Like, well that's I think it's funny somebody. is when I <sighs> When I tweet I, a lot. I don't tweet okay, political okay. very much. <laughs> I did tweet today what a right wing douchebag that Kid Rock is for paying eighty thousand dollars of uh, people's layaways. Yeah, right. paying, making yeah, them
1: a what a right wing jerk off, huh?
0: Paying it forward like what that,
1: an yeah,
2: asshole. Yeah. yeah. So I, can't I just somebody would do that.
1: I feel like if you don't. How many liberals have you read about uh,
0: buying somebody's coffee in line? Let me. Speaking of this, this just occurred. I just saw this today, and I, I, I refrained from reposting with my thoughts. But I saw a post on Facebook today, and I wanted to ask you about it. I might as well ask you about it here because it's interesting. Okay. A It was a post from a lady that said, and it was very adamant. It wasn't nicely phrased. And it said, stop telling your kids that Santa Claus brought them that iPad or that Xbox. Because some people can't afford those things. And, and Santa Claus is getting them socks or a sweater, and then they have to explain to their kids why Santa Claus doesn't love them as much as Bobby's parents, because Santa <laughs> Claus got him an iPad. So stop telling your kids that. Can you believe that shit? No, I can't. I'll tell my kids whatever the hell I want. If I want to tell my kids that that Camaro out in the driveway is from Santa Claus, yeah. I will. Yeah, yeah. You you handle your. I'll own put kids. some reindeer shit on the hood, and I'll say
1: <laughs> I'll say that like, got man, dropped off
0: by Santa last how night. How far are we going to go with with trying to make sure everybody's listen? I love kids, and I understand that's a difficult. That might be a difficult thing for some parents. It, but you parent your it's, kids. It's not.
1: You, it's not difficult. We all were told Santa was real, and then one day we were told he wasn't, and we found out that it's just a great little story for kids. And yep. it didn't didn't freak me out. I wasn't like, "What else have you lied to me about?" <laughs>
0: you it's know. So it's so. Uh, I mean, you just can't you can't do anything. You can't do well. People
1: people are becoming dumber and dumber. I, and I, you, know, I, we probably shouldn't say that about the general public, but they are. Yeah. I mean, when you see people that can't figure out how to work an elevator. You know what I mean? The the, I, the up button means up. <laughs> oh, is this going up?
0: Yes, I ma'am. That's why that, the arrow was pointing. Right pointed. under the giant sign that says Laugh Factory entrance. Yeah, and they go, "Hey, where's the Laugh Factory? Where to get in? How do you get into this and he place?" Goes right down there, and they go, "Where?" You <laughs> yeah. know, Google directions. oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah our... I mean, I I heard the phrase once: uh, a person is smart, but people are dumb that's that's you know, probably true but for I've, the most part i've seen see people in the airport too. where you see like
1: the the sign the terminal terminal a terminal b you know like you see separate hallways and somebody go where's terminal a bobby under that letter a <laughs> that's that's you know i don't to understand, me it's a people. it's a
0: symptom of of uh i mean nobody's self-sufficient you know I mean, I, I had to pick up baby at the airport. I, there's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you know, YouTube. Somebody uh, tells you, points you in the right direction, tells you how to do everything, all the way up to how to think. Yeah, you know, uh, people. You, you, well, uh, how people used to ask us on the radio show, what source? What's the best source for you know news? And my my buddy that was on the show would say, you you. There is no perfect. you got to look at everything and make yeah, your own decision. Make a decision. Listen to both sides and make your decision. I had to pick up JB at the airport on Friday, and I had anxiety about going to Las Vegas. I'd never been to the Las Vegas. But you know what? I followed the signs that said Terminal 1, Allegiant Air. And I, f- I found yeah. you, and I got you back here. Yeah. And- and I didn't ask anybody where anything was. And be it, if, I think try
1: be an international travel traveler where you don't speak the, when you're on the language. And, oh, you know, and you get off, and you're like, I'm in the uh, Naples airport, and uh, I don't speak uh, Italian. But you still <laughs> find like, your like way around. One night, I I got off a plane, delayed plane, uh, came in like at midnight in Barcelona, Madrid, and everything's in Spanish. And I honestly was like. At midnight, airports are shut down. Sure, there's in yeah. There's a couple guys sweeping, and he doesn't speak He's English. He speaks yeah. And you just have to start looking around, and you think... Oh, that's a that's a piece of luggage. That's a song, That's a, a logo of a piece of. I didn't. I wasn't freaking that out. I wouldn't text down. somebody. Yep. Oh my god! I don't know what I'm supposed to do here in the airport. How am I gonna? You can I I curl just, up
0: in the fetal position, and I'm gonna have to wait until the
1: airport opens in the morning. Right. You just have to be like intelligent enough to just start. Okay, let's piece. And I think that might have been just from being
0: a Boy Scout. Like, how you were lost in the woods. Yep. How do you get out? Yep. You know. Yep. And I'm not, I have not always been that kind of person. You know, I always look up. That's, I, 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 one of the things I love about being friends with JB is I know JB's a guy that can just take care of things and we'll figure things out. Like we're driving home uh, after the show Sunday night at midnight and and I wouldn't do that myself. But I go, oh, I'll be with JV. So, if something happens, we'll, we'll take care of because JV yeah. can take care of himself and we'll figure things out. Right. And, and so, I respect people like that. And there's less and less people I'm glad like that. Well,
2: I, you think that? <laughs>
0: I, Shit, I, you fooled me. <laughs> I, I
1: think I've said this on here before, but I, I'm not positive, but. Um, My my parents uh, splurged in the day and bought World Book encyclopedias. Uh Yeah, do you remember how you, you if a family has a set of, you got a set of encyclopedia set.
0: We only got Q and R. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and um,
1: I read the World Book Encyclopedia like from A to Z. And my mom was like, "Oh no, she tells me." I thought it was so weird. He was reading encyclopedias. It's <laughs> like <laughs> great pictures. great <laughs> pictures. There was very brief, nice very brief. You know, you, I, got, you got the fact yeah. there was like human so, bodies with clear clear pages. Yes, like yes, that's, yes, where the, was, that's where the heart. That's where the heart goes to
2: right there. I, was, like, I love that one. It's like it's like you see this. Okay, you turn it turn over. Page, the veins. Oh, there's the bones. You turn it over the bones. Yeah, then the stomach, the stomach comes out the with that. Oh yeah. my god, that was the best one. I loved like ten pages of clear stacked up. Yeah. And
1: I, I, did. I learned all that. So um, my head is full of of
0: useless information. No, it's useful. It's useful
1: information, <laughs> but not like a lot of it. You know, I guess There's no. It is a room. lot.
0: There's still room for Motley Crue
1: lyrics. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> but but like I got in an argument one day with somebody about uh, like, uh, so, again we we'll go back to conservative. Yeah. Oh, that's racist. No, that's not because uh, Mexican is not a race. That's a nationality. And I go. That's if a, there's, a, you know, yes. American that, is not a race. It's a nationality. Right. There are only three races: they're like Caucasian, uh, Mongoloid, and Negroid. Those are the those
2: scientifically.
1: Are, scientifically, that is the breakdown of the races because the continents of are, are, are you all have these. Right. You'll have these features or this kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what, and I go. That's the only. That's the racist. That's everything else, you're, you're racist. No, I'm Swedish. You know, you can't, you know, that's... And people can't understand that because if they don't have that background, they don't know what even what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, but here's the point I was going with this. Somebody goes, no, that was in 1971. They've updated that since then. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I read the encyclopedia in 1971. That's where my scientific, I guess... So that's but if, yeah. But apparently, they updated there's that four, to make everybody feel four. better. You yes.
0: updated that. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure.
1: So now, I guess I'm in. The, you know, I'm being racist because I didn't know the the, the new classification yeah. of of something.
0: But the, the feel good classification. Yeah, so it's. I just I'm glad to see that that there's someone like you that handles it the way you do when when people are coming just coming after you. And, and for for what you do on Twitter again it's 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 nothing I I could could you would you be com let's say your <laughs> act was uh-huh. 45 minutes and and 20 minutes of it was make America great again Trump 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 or then would you would you be okay with Bookers not working yet uh, can I, they make that? Do you think they can make that decision they, based we, on your act? I think they could, based on my act. Right. They like, said, "I don't want you that." you're pissing off half of our audience.
1: That'd be justified. Yeah, yeah, but just to go up, I can do an hour and a half and never mention not once,
0: not one thing. You know? Pe- nobody, nobody that watched what I've seen you do, nobody that watched the act that I've seen you do. You do uh, 35 here and, and, and 45 in Reno. Nobody could come out of that and say. And, and make an educated guess about what your politics are? No, no. not no a chance. At all.
1: The only thing that I do—I was telling this to the other day—is I do slip in keywords every once in a while, and you might not have even have noticed it because I'm noticed. not talking about you know I want to smack other people's kids you know like that. These little snowflakes today drive me crazy. You, I did. I did hear some man bun stuff. Man bun. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's there's things there's yeah. things yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah, but not yeah. I, but it's not like. You know, what kind of loser is wearing a man bun? No. If you, you know, thank God Trump's the president today because right. we can tell these little snowflakes to get there. You know, that's there's a different way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But if you just drop it enough that they go... Yeah,
0: the yeah,
2: people I that get it,
1: it,
0: get it. Yeah, I got yeah. you. You
1: know,
2: I'm yeah. thinking of your dad and your mom when you do that. Don't do that. <laughs> 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 still... I'm just like, oh, God. You so got out. So I, I, I know that you don't go out of
0: your way to... Uh, to highlight yourself and, and the, the things that you have dealt with and that that you're going through. You don't brag. I mean, you're not a bully, right? And 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 so I wanted to make sure that when we hijack this podcast, that we well, that well, I, I, I shine that light on you a little because it was funny I having you hijack to knew that. Hijack this, you know. It was kind of kind of. I like doing it. I would rather talk about you than me. Well, believe it or not, as much as I get accused of being a narcissist, I do take a lot of selfies.
1: But you, uh, <laughs> no you, you, you
0: are a a, a a radio DJ, yeah. In in Reno, Reno. now. It, it used easy to be Trucky one hundred four I did Trucky for. A while. I did Reno, and then as happens in radio, as you know, those companies, those the, the stations I work for, went out of business. So yeah, you, you got to go find the next radio job. And then I was lucky to come back to Reno, and uh, we play easy listening music from the 60s, seventies, and eighties. It's easy 1041com Oh, so they can listen online. Check it out online. Yeah, we don't. Not a lot of DJ. Chatterbolts, Jet it's just we, we try to play the music for people and
1: well here's uh you know everybody knows not maybe not everybody but I was a radio yeah. I was a radio DJ I, I won three yeah. CMA three CMA awards yeah. I won
0: and a market in Denver
1: yeah. which is market uh I don't know now. It's in the
0: top twenty. Yes, it is. But yeah. I it's like, like now. I don't. Yeah, and know. Yeah, it moves around. So. But Denver's Denver's a big market, right? Big. It's, it's, it's actually bigger than Vegas. Yeah. You know. So I mean, anybody can get a radio job in Reno. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> but Denver, it, it takes you got to be talented. I mean, that's a big market, and a lot of people want those gigs. So yeah.
1: Yeah, so. and so I, uh, I I enjoy doing it, and. and but i think when i first got hired on radio i was a comic they just mm-hmm. wanted a, a sidekick Me they too do come yeah. in and be mm-hmm. the sidekick oh yeah um i didn't know anything but be funny that's all I knew how to do. I wasn't trained in radio. I didn't go to school for broadcasting. I didn't, you know, hey, welcome. It's sunny 103. Yeah. You hey, you're 73 out there right now. Speaking I, of 73, here's America from 1973. Yeah, you know it's what? I didn't, bullshit, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't have that. I, no. no, I didn't know how to puke. Yeah, right. You know? It's called puking. Yeah. Puking. Yeah. And, and uh, so all I knew how to just come in and, and be, be goofy. Yourself. And be goofy and come, yeah. try to come up with like, uh, hey, tomorrow on the show, you ever see, like, I love Lucky Charms, but th- they have the fake Lucky Charms in the store. And I go, sometimes, sometimes I think the fake Lucky Charms taste better. And here's why. I think there's more, much, uh, more marshmallows in, of in the fake is. Lucky Charms. Yes. Tomorrow on the show, we are going to
0: count m- the marshmallows in the Lucky Charms and that's what that resonates with people cuz that's real. Radio is an intimate medium and and they're listening to you and they're like I like this guy. It's like hanging out with my friend. He's going to count these marshmallows. It's going to be so much fun. And because you didn't have and because I didn't have broadcasting school or whatever, yeah. you just come in and be yourself and people people respond to that. Yeah. But then the more I did it, the more it was programmed out of me. They stomp it. They they hire you to be creative and talk on the radio, yeah. And then they tell you not to be creative and don't talk so much on the radio, right? And don't and don't. We had a complaint about that, so don't do it. Yeah, well, one, you had one. Compl-
1: one person. We had a complaint. Yeah. Well, that represents a hundred. Uh, one call. You know this. know, yes, one, one call represents. Is, is Twenty-seven people feel that way. Yeah, because they won't. Not everybody will call. Yeah. So you, you know, the ratio.
0: <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. yeah.
1: So then, the more that gets programmed into you, think. Well, I. I'm not even gonna to talk today. I don't even feel like the, I don't feel like saying a word today. And
0: they're the like, head. you're
1: awful quiet on the show today. What am I gonna talk about that? I'm not gonna come in here and you're gonna go, Well,
0: why did you say that? <laughs> because I thought it was funny. The people running radio are some of the you not everybody, but and I think the bigger market you get in and the higher you, you, you raise up, it's probably more true. The people running radio are some of the stuffiest, least creative people in the world. Those who don't, they're te- those who can't teach, and they're trying to tell you how to how to be on the air and be creative yeah. and, and, and yeah. what, what's funny and what's you know right. Well, that's not funny, and I kind of know funny. I think
1: I can respect you know if if my ex program director hears this, yeah. I can respect <laughs> what he what he. D- does. A, D- he was trying to enough. run a
0: business. He was, yeah. try, he was
1: smart enough to hire me, right. too, right. At, that, at one point. At one point. At one point. Right. Um, but, but uh, like, one time in a meeting, he said, what's the show about tomorrow? And I go, I don't know. It might not have happened yet. That's right. Oh, well, you should never crack a mic unless you know what you're going to say. You should never
0: come on air unless you are prepared. And I go... I do it on stage all the time. I just was going to say you you crack a mic on stage in front of a room full of people every day, and and you know sort of what you're going to do, but you don't know for sure. Sure, what, I don't you know, know where it's going to go gonna happen. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yep. it, you know sometimes I have to talk for four or five minutes before I realize that's where I was you
0: headed with this. You can you can prepare the the life and quality out of radio. Yes, you can prepare all of the fun and life and and quality out of it. It right? has to be By spontaneous. Person. It's such like you. It like I said, it's an intimate medium, right? We, we in a comedy club, you're standing in front of you know sixty to. I mean, you've done shows for thousands of people. Yeah, sixty thousand is most I've ever done. So that's. I mean, done. that's on radio. You're really most of the time. You, I mean, you're talking to one person in their car or getting ready in their bathroom. They're you're just talking to one person. Yeah. You know. So so to over prepare and and you know and and you see guys that read. And, and the, uh, the prep is right here. They've it's written rip and read, right? Rip and read, rip they, and read. They, you they know, pull it. a funny story off the internet, and then they just read it, and they go, "Isn't that crazy?" Yeah. And then you know, they have no point of view on it. They got no joke about it. They got there's no yeah. life to it. Did you
1: see where this lady had her shoe stolen by an alligator?
0: <laughs> wow, that would scare me to death. Hey, here's the new one from Rascal Flatts. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's just this generic and. And so, uh, uh, I'm lucky where I'm at and where I was when we got laid off it was, I, I, I want to, in case anybody's listening, was Shamrock Communications. And, and the people that ran that in Reno let us do, we, we did that, they put that political show on, conservative talk radio, and we said, we don't want you coming to us all the time and saying, don't do that. And, you know, because we're, we're going to, people are going to complain sometimes. Yeah. And they never did. They let us do. We did a, a bit when, I don't know, you, you remember Marco Rubio said ISIS during the debates. ISIS isn't coming here to open car washes. So we did a commercial for ISIS, ISIS car, car wash. wash. Yeah. We were like, the car wash of ISIS. You'll love our prices. And then <laughs> the end was, the car wash of ISIS. You should be heading here already. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And they let us. And some people were like, "That's over the line." They let us do it, and they fielded it. So, so I was so lucky to be in that environment. But I don't think that's the norm. And where I am now, it's just me and the owner. Basically, yeah. he owns it, runs it. We do the morning show together. So he's the guy I got to watch. I'm like, "Hey, don't say that." You know, yeah, he, so, so I'm lucky, but you're not always that lucky. So that's why radio is not a thing for you anymore. Because in a, in the bigger markets where where it would be worth your while to go work and make money, you can't be Steve McGrew. Right. Well. Th- you can't be
1: mud flat. I, I, will, I will wrap this up with this, okay. little, this, with this little story. But I started telling um, uh, my radio station 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago. And back up a little farther. I actually got credited. I was written up in one of the industry mm-hmm. newsletters, was being the first guys to use Facebook on radio. Because I was always, I've always been an internet. Per- I mean, I've been a computer since the '80s. Mm-hmm. I was, I was DOS. I was learning. Yeah, how, yeah, I could yeah. make graphics on my computer, computer. 64. Yes, <laughs> I was always into this. So I was, you know, I was loving the fact that I could do this. And I would, I would get on Facebook and I would post, which so many didn't do now. It doesn't even sound original. But oh. I'd be like, tomorrow we are going to and Use so it as a tool, right? So I got actually written up back then as like, you know, this has been. Working great for Den uh-huh. for Denver, uh-huh. you know. People should try this, and um, so I was well aware of what was going on, and I used to tell them, "Radio is dying." If you don't
0: keep up with podcasts, bingo. And I, no, I, oh, I don't know. And then when radio they start, always thinks they're immune to whatever the new thing is, to Spotify, to podcast. Yeah, that's, oh, that's not going to affect us at all. Yeah, yeah. Not going to affect We're us. We're radio, at all. you know. So
1: then they started doing this more music, less talk. Which then you don't need. A, you don't need me. I'm a comic. <laughs> all you need is somebody to go. It's a half past hour of the hour, and here's the new one from Rascal Flatts. Somebody
0: who has a pleasant voice. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I told them, I go. You have to give them. What they can't
0: get on the internet. God bless you. I, said, <laughs> I sat in so many meetings and I, they would say, how are we going to compete with uh, uh, Spotify? I'm like, well, here's what Spotify doesn't have. Dave Mancarelli, who lives here in Reno where these people are listening and can say, hey, I was on Virginia Street at that particular uh, Walmart Spotify yeah. doesn't have that. Spotify has the same music we play. Right. So why the fuck would they listen to, yeah. to us instead? Of, unless it, we can give them yes, some you other give content them the, you give them the personality. The personality. You and listen to me being funny, and I live here, and I know I'm talking about what's going on here.
1: No, our research shows that people yep, want our more. Research, our research yeah. shows that people want more music. They're getting that off of fucking Spotify, yeah, where they don't have to hear a commercial <laughs> the, for Mister Bubble's laundromat, yeah. and, and they know, don't have so. to hear the same six songs in a row. At one point, our station every—if you heard the oh, same song God again, me. it was two and a half hours. Yeah, that, if the rotation—if you sat there and you heard the song stations.
0: again, yep. I was on on oh. a station that was uh, uh, not was uh, uh, you know the Katy Perry and, and Britney Spears and that kind of yeah. stuff, right? An hour and forty five minutes was the was the the minimum artist. So that's even tighter. So you could work. play the you could play the new Taylor Swift and an hour and forty five minutes. Play it again. Yeah. So if you heard
1: it again, get up, walk around so you don't get deep vein thrombosis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make a sweeper for my new radio station. Easy one oh four point one. No deep vein thrombosis (laughs) here. I like that. But yeah. But but that's
1: what I was trying to explain to them. You know, and no no That's what radio has no
0: no can have is have Steve McGrew. Talking in that microphone, right. and the other that thing, Spotify doesn't. You know. I
1: told I told my my bosses this, which they never, you know. I go every because I wanted to be big. Yeah, I wanted to be big when you when you were winning awards. That's your chance to move up the ladder. Sure, and, and nobody from wants, that market you're you're only steps away. Yeah, you know? and yeah. no and nobody's goal is to just I want to be. You know, like Roger Miller,
0: you know, Kansas City star, that's what I are. Yeah. No, You it, know, listen, it wasn't my goal to be like, oh, I'm going to be the number one show in Reno, Nevada. You know? I, you, I, I you would like to, originally. You would like to, I like it like now grow. where I'm at, but yeah. Because yeah. you're making a living. And, I love and you it. I love where it. I am. It yeah, makes sense. You you got into it, and you are in Denver. And, and listen, you to in country radio. Up. Who has, country music radio has passionate fans. fans. Big time. Big time. Movie. Not just fans of the music. I did country radio. I filled in for about three months while, while one of the girls was on maternity leave, and I never had so much response to what I did than country radio. They country see music it. fans. I sure, miss you on the radio. You were, still to this day—that was eight years ago. To this day, I remember you from Cub Country. Yeah, you. you because so they are passionate not just about the music, but the personalities on yeah. the radio. And country radio is good for the artists. Yeah, still. But so here's what I was—I I told them I go. Uh, Name every
1: big radio show. Name every big one. Uh, uh, Bob and Tom. A mm-hmm. lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Howard all Stern. Talking. All talking. All talking. All Howard Stern. Talking. John Boy and Billy. Talking.
0: An- Opie, Opie, and Opie and Anthony. Anthony talking. Humia now do it by himself. Talking. Get talking. Every big Hannity radio back, uh, uh, not just the conservative uh, Stephanie Miller, all, yeah, all know, Tom Durant. Durant. Yeah. talking, talk, Elvis Duran talking, Doctor Laura talking, yeah. but even in
1: the music, like we, we consider the top forty, those sure. mo- those morning shows, then they turn to music, and then later. you go to music, yeah. sure. But but you name the big shows, that's what I kept saying. I want this to be a big show. Well, that's where, it's where that's not what we do. Well, why can't we? Why? Why, why not? Why so not? Why we well, that's sh- yeah, We're that's whatever. Well, we got to do what everyone else is doing. doing. Yeah, you know? it's always
2: been oh, that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. That
1: It's kind of like Hollywood. Nobody, if you could come with an original script, and they go, nobody's doing that. Oh no, let's. Oh, let somebody remake, did that.
0: Let's remake Flipper. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I but mean, then
1: somebody will do one movie, and like we need a vampire movie. Yeah. we, we need got, a Hangover. We need a bridesmaid. Yeah, we need a chick movie. Uh huh. They 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 don't want to take the chance of being original. But they will take the chance on uh, being the same bland copy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: just what we were talking about last night. We were talking about me because I went to a couple of uh, talent agencies Uh in Reno, talked to them, anything I can do, whatever. And they tell me, and I don't know if I ever told you, they tell me that I am too unique. (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, isn't that's you're too you, unique? Too unique. Your unique is too unique. Your right? mustache I mean, and your cowboy
1: look I mean, would be very you know, limited. I don't
2: know where I could put you in. in Are anything. you kidding me? No, I, I'm not making this up, dude.
1: That's why you know he's you know, a walking just like, he's a walking logo. If nothing you else, they that just go hi welcome <laughs> that's, that's hi. What's your walk, new
0: website? Hi, you know walk walkinglogo.com. Yeah. yeah, we we when when we used, used to be catch a rising star where, where Laugh Factory is now, and when John was working. Uh, one of the guys that, that worked there with us came up the night for the picture, and we I would always put his picture up front if he was working, yeah. uh, no matter what spot he was doing in the show. And it was the frame was his face, and then the mustache would curl outside the frame, yeah. And so people would see that all day walking through the casino, and, and it was a great and just having him stand at the podium taking tickets yeah. with us. Well, when that's we the worked guy. the door together, hey, everybody wants to know what's going on, yeah. so too unique. All right, well. Thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, for us, man. I appreciate it. This is the point in the podcast that I say, How do people find you? So uh, uh, I would love you to check out the radio station. Again, that's easy1041.com. You'll, I think you'll love the music if you like 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, I'm on uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. It's I'll just spell the last name. I for was it. going to say Dave. That. And the last name is M E N C A R E L L I, Men Car. Ellie
1: and uh, I Car that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And JB, do you have, uh, are you on Twitter or yeah, Instagram? Twitter. It's,
2: uh, yeah. Much Twitter, easier. Twitter, Instagram, and everything. It's under uh, Johnny Reno. It's J O H N N Y R N O, just like how the airports do and everything. And then I'm on uh, Facebook as JB Jr. Yeah. And just look for the mustache. Because so, like, yeah, I know there's a the few JB yeah. Juniors out there now. I've actually been yeah. friended by a JB Jr., which is kind of <laughs> odd, but uh, just look for the one with the big curls. Fuck that guy. He's J.B. the third. Yeah, he ain't you. (laughs) He ain't you.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. Hey, man, thank you so much for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. Guys,
1: I appreciate it. You know I love it when you uh, tune in. I love it when you share this podcast with everybody. And uh, if you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up. Give us a review on iTunes. Give it five stars. That helps us move up, and that's how people find us. You know in this world, we're not advertising. You're the best advertisement out there. So – God bless America, go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys, I bid you adieu.
2: Basement of the mudfly house, fluffing and poo, and they're under where the grins and news and poo licks himself, and flap contemplates manly things. He thinks about guns and trucks and Stooges, three men and boys. And that doesn't sound right. He thinks about booze and bacon and power tools. Come with me, let your masculine. Oh, won't you come with me and remind Aloha.